0: Welcome to Around Downtown, I'm Downtown Dallas Inc. Communications Director Matt Thomas. This time around we're going to talk about all things going on in the West End and there is quite a bit to get caught up on. And with us, a couple of major developers in the area who have had some exciting projects and news, John Zog with Crescent Real Estate and Tanya Reagan with Wildcat Management. Alright, so I'll start with you because we're here in the uh, historic Purse Building, Um, I I need you to give me a little background on how this project came together.
1: Okay, so the Purse Building is a historic building on the National Registry. The building has been vacant for close to 30 years. It was uh, previously the Purse Furniture Warehouse. It's well known as the Purse Building because of the exterior facade, uh, the ghosting on the exterior wall. And you know, the building, last occupied by the county, just sort of sat empty, boarded, dark for decades. And I got involved around a little over three years ago, had the opportunity to purchase the building, loved the history, loved what was happening in Dallas West End, loved some of my new partners. And over the course of the last 18 months, we've come in and we have demoed, cleaned it out, reactivated the storefront, and now we are actively uh, seeking tenants and pre-leasing.
0: And John, we're kind of uh, a good mix of old and new here because uh, you you just uh, wrapped up the Luminary project, so run us through that.
2: So the Luminary was um, an expansion for Corrigan designed with a lot of love by Corrigan and it's uh, 80,000 square feet of additional space. So. Oregon took about 20 of the new building that we bought their existing building. And then we have four other buildings uh, here in the historic West End uh, Innovation District that we have uh, as well. And
0: uh, so that was kind of a creative uh, project with the uh, you know, lease buyback and all that. So talk, talk a little bit about that and how that came together.
2: They actually called us and said they want to partner with us. They said, would you be interested in buy our building and developing a building next door? we had the product already down here we were we were sold on the west end and what was going to be the new west end and innovation district so we jumped all over it and uh loved how they designed it loved the 14 foot ceilings and uh uh, offset core and uh you know just bite-sized product but it's just it sits atop of everything here in the west end and uh, unbelievable views with the rooftop deck and other things so you know, it's a, it's, it's a very cool product with, with still nods to the historic West End part, part but, uh, you know, obviously a brand new building.
0: Now, I want you to talk about the uniqueness of this building in particular, and maybe some of the obstacles that you guys had to overcome in order to get it to where it is right now.
1: Sure. So, you know, one of the challenges with some of these historic buildings is that it can be difficult to make the economics work. Uh, sometimes you don't really know what you got until you you know are halfway through and the, have every, your sleeves rolled up and right. you know now we know what we've got. So one of the reasons why the building sat empty for the period that it did was truthfully making the numbers work. Uh, you know, fortunately, in the last few years, these historic buildings have become uh, incredibly uh, people are more interested in them, right? There's a lack of supply right. Uh, a high demand you know you look at users that are coming from other parts of the country a lot of those users especially young users and young employee base uh, they love these type of buildings and are looking for these type of spaces so you know some of the challenges with this building uh, you know you have limitations of what you can and cannot do what you can and cannot touch uh, you know the unknown of, t- of you know, taking it back to the shell to find out what you have. Uh, also from the economic standpoint you know there are some new incentives over the last few years with not only local funding with the uh, tax increment financing with the city but also with federal state funding in the form of historic tax credits that make it more of a motivator to come in and work through some of the challenges financially with the building uh, utilizing some of those uh, historic tax credit uh, subsidies.
0: I'll start with you, John, but I'm I'm gonna ask you both the same question. And I know that you have quite a bit of history with downtown as well, but uh, why the West End? I mean, why uh, uh, choose here? I I know that uh, a lot of it has to do with what the future
2: holds. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look around the country, historic product like what you find in the West End is some of the highest priced real estate in other markets it's not dallas but dallas does a really good job of tearing down their history this is really the last chance to find historic buildings with that create that have a lot of uniqueness and creativity in, involved in or innovation so we like the idea we, we have a lot in colorado of this type of product actually some of them get more rent than i get at my caesar pelle award-winning masterpiece <laughs> down the street at mckinney and olive which is frustrating in a way uh mm-hmm. but that's but that tells you where people want to go dallas is just now embracing this product they're just figuring it out plus i mean i'll tell you i mean this is i mean this is absolute truth in the last three years there's been more money spent in the west end than in the last 30 years combined so our historic product was here but it wasn't well maintained now you have great ownership throughout the west end that's not only investing in their product but they're investing in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's super important. That's how we changed downtown Dallas before, as you know, Main Street, etc. We took it a block at a time, taking storefronts, activating them, making them look good, and uh, making the streetscape more lively. That's what's happening before our eyes here in the West End, and I'll tell you that what's cool about the West End, I, you know, other parts of downtown are great as well, but this is as a more walkable amenity, a heavy amenitized base here in the West End than really any other pod. So you don't have to go very far, and we're just now starting to see the uh, really the upgrade of the retail happening. So I I know of at least three storefronts that are about to be transitioned pretty soon that are about to be announced. Those are all super exciting because that's that's more great operators that are that are taking vacant storefronts and activating that. But that that breeds more people, and it's just you know that builds upon itself and you know the ownership down here uh has really taken an active role in bettering the neighborhood so there's a lot going on right now in branding and uh what can we do physically to change the environment how can we change the street shape that you know that leadership i think was vacant for 30 years truthfully and so that's why this is a great opportunity what about you
1: so i have a real love for Dallas West End. You know, I can't think of any other area downtown that has the history, that has the accessibility, that has, you know, this type of product. And, you know, what really drew me to this area was, you know, when I got involved, it was just prior, but you could see what was coming ahead. And, you know, I purchased this building just prior to Crescent entering the market, uh, Granite had had you know had had just announced their plans, right. and you know seeing change in the last two years has just been absolutely incredible. And having partners like the Crescent and Granite, the amount of money and capital and resources that they have pumped into this market, it is highly visible you can't miss it and you know the you know the neighborhood is functioning like a real neighborhood where you know in the past people thought west end is dead it was like this at one time now it's just a tourist area i can tell you that is not the west end of today west end today is youthful it's young it's innovative it is full of tech smart young people who Mm -hmm. are coming here to office, they're coming here to live. Now we still have the tourists, we love having them here. You see them all over the streets and they're visiting our restaurants and our new retail. That's great, we have the new residents, they're visiting the retail, but the transformation on this end of town has been absolutely incredible and I think that you will continue to see that uh, you're really today seeing the results of the last 24 months. You know, you walk through today. I get people who text me and call me, and they say, "Tanya, I hear you always call talking about West End. I see you checking in. I see, you know, I haven't been there in X amount. out. I was just there last weekend, and I couldn't believe how different it looked. And I love your Jane sign and the neon <laughs> sign. And you know, it's it's uh, it's a really unique, special place. And just to follow up from you know John's earlier comments about. You know, coming from other, pla- other parts of the country. Dallas is on a movement right now. Our downtown is focused on relocating young, smart people. And those young people are looking for affordable housing. They're looking for transit and accessibility, mobility. A lot of them are moving here from a market where they don't have a car, and truthfully, they don't want a car. Right. You know, I look at you know, some of the people that even work for me and work for you know, my business they don't have cars it's a different mindset you know the scooter the uber you know that type of user coming from these locations that are relocating to dallas they are looking for this type of product and i don't know anywhere else downtown that we have that amount of supply that looks like this
0: and it's got to be a good thing for both of you guys from a from a leasing standpoint that this area is starting to become known as an innovative tech, as you mentioned. Absolutely. um, And and really having that kind of unique uh, flavor. So talk a little bit about that.
1: Sure. So, you know, Dallas West End has been sort of rebranded, if you will, as the Innovation District. And, you know, what I love about that is it's happened organically. And I think that's really important to touch on because there's things that are a great idea that are pushed. And there's things that sort of organically happen because it's cool, it's hip, and it's, you know, it's meant to be. (laughs) Uh, You know, so organically with the Smart Cities Initiative that has, you know, made this their sort of focus, you know, their focus area, if you will, for North Texas. We've got, you know, the DEC and the Dallas Entrepreneur Center and the Dallas Innovation Alliance and all these groups that have made this their home. More recently, we have Sam's Club, and we have Blue Cross Blue Shield, we have Common Desk. Those are all within the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. You know, This area has organically become an innovative hub, which makes it even more attractive for companies that are coming to Dallas that we are attracting. And what's interesting is a lot of that type of clientele has a real sort of complementary Collaborative interest in these old buildings. They like high ceilings, they like exposed brick, they like lots of natural light, and they like being in the mix and the urban core of everything that's happening right outside their door. And, you know, West End, what's so special about it is it's able to meet all of those qualities while still being very, very uh, mobile and walkable. You're still near the interstate. You know, you go right down the street. If you do have a car, you can hop on the highway. You know, we got dart right outside our front door that you can hop on the line and it goes straight to the international airport right. you know those are just a few of the features but i think that has really helped organically the innovation side kind of blossom
0: and john uh i've been through the luminary uh, it lends itself to that type of workforce too does it not
2: yeah even though it's a new building it's uh it definitely we we've designed it with a historic feel and, and to create that creativity but to tanya's point as well you know being a the smart city everybody uh i don't think everybody appreciates that as mm-hmm. much as they should because right. the, that brings a lot of infrastructure with. Yes. It. whether that's very reliable power whether it's mm-hmm. wi-fi green initiatives uh smart smart initiatives that go around that that's this is the pilot for one of the first in the country and it's then in the innovation district right here and they picked this for a reason, because they could see the potential of it. So, you know, I think that that is a underestimated and not, people don't know about it, truthfully. So mm-hmm. uh, they're starting to figure it out. And this is, you know, there's a lot of education. Once people come down and they experience it and they see now that a lot of the construction is done, whether it be Factory 603, the Holocaust Museum, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, is gonna bring 250,000 visitors a year or two, uh, you know, Those are all, you know, building upon each other. You know, I'm a big proponent of parks, so when the park opens late next year, I believe, mm-hmm. that's going to be another big you know, sanctuary, if you will, place for respite and just to go have a nice, peaceful time mm-hmm. in the West End. Connecting to Victory was a big deal. Right. Connecting to all neighborhoods is a big deal, but they, they were, they were, you know, there was always people, even from American Airlines Center, walking over here, and it was, a, it was not a great walk. You have to connect great neighborhoods and i think the park and connecting to victory connecting to others uh, is what we're working on and that's that all is going to be a big deal i think we should you know i was always you know 20 years ago when i called the city manager i said i'm here in denver i'm in lorimer square at night i'm looking at these hanging lights over lorimer square it's like a beacon that made me come we have to do this on main street we have to do that here too i think we should hang uh you know italian lights all up and down uh, here in the West End I to create that. that vibrancy. You can
1: make that happen. You can make that happen. <laughs> it, it's not
2: hard. It's not expensive. These are, you know, it's just a little of attention to detail and people focused on it. We just lost that for down here, and there's so much opportunity to create. You know, we've got a great environment today, but it can be a lot better, and we're working on how to make it a lot better, which is get you super excited for what really not just the West End, but for Dallas.
0: You guys have two very different uh, products, mm-hmm. uh, so. Talk about uh, the unique features, and I'll follow up with you, of the first building.
1: Okay, so unique features of the showroom or the way it's just laid out.
0: The layout, the, the vault, back, I mean, sure. just, you know, those little things that So,
1: you know, when we started the process, we didn't really know all that we would find. Uh, and a couple of sort of distinguishing characteristics that were a nice surprise were that when it was last occupied by the county, it had, you know, of course, layers of glue and nails and carpet and fluorescent lights and drop down ceilings and all these little cubicles, all the windows were covered. Then we sort of started kind of pulling it back to reveal the, the uh, original character. And a couple of the nice surprises that we found that we started peeling everything back is we found, you know, the original 114 year old pine timber floors and they were in surprisingly great condition so you have throughout this building these beautiful old pine timber floors Uh, as we started peeling back all of these little offices of course we found you know the natural patina and the exposed brick Uh, there is you know floor to ceiling windows that look out unobstructed views of all, several of our downtown landmarks. You can see the records building and the historical courthouse. We're right on Elm Street. So you look out over the downtown core. Uh, A couple things that were uh, already in place. We have a couple historic vaults that lend very well to, say a restaurant wants to put in a really cool, you know, wine room Mm -hmm. or a, a private area for dining. You know, we have a second vault that's in the basement. Um, As far as the interior, something that was really important for us when we uh, opened the showroom was to kind of highlight the history, so when you come in, you'll see an inspiration wall that sort of talks about the past, the present, and the future. We like to highlight, you know, the history of the building, the history of the neighborhood, where we are today, and where we are going with the innovation with our city. Uh, We have a real, we have a real vision to tie in the old with the new. In our space, in our storefront, something that was really important was to activate the storefront. When you come down Elm Street, you can see that we're open mm-hmm. and we are, you know, we're, we're re-energized. We have a large mural of Jane Jacobs on our wall that faces Elm Street with a huge custom neon, line, neon sign that has one of her very famous quotes, and that's new ideas need old buildings. If you're unfamiliar with Jane Jacobs, she was a very uh, well-known urban activist. Uh, She has since passed away, but she was very, very involved with urban planning and urbanism before that was a thing. She was sort of the pioneer. She believed in historical preservation and reactivating neighborhoods and keeping them diversified and keeping the neighborhood fabric in place, which is very fitting of what you see happening with Dallas West End. sort of the new ideas need old buildings is the philosophy of innovation, young, creatives, they embrace these old buildings and it's taking the old and mixing it in with the new. So that's sort of the history of the building, that's kind of how it looks right now and you know our focus right now of course is you know showing our branding and highlighting the space on the first floor with um, you know with the intent to Activate it further with uh, with tenants and restaurants and you know retail on this first floor.
0: You guys had to make the luminary complement a building that existed for 15 years. Um, so talk about that. Certainly don't leave out the windows because that's really <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of the unique features, the openness uh, of the the new space.
2: Well, the views are unparalleled. What the 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 one thing that somebody's going to figure out pretty quick is the branding opportunity of the building. It, it is a pedestal that has viewed of over 400,000 cars a day. You know, basically a 30,000, 30, 30 40,000 foot customer could come in there and put a billboard up in the number one billboard market in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, this is Clear Channel's number one billboard market. And so a relatively small user can get the best branding, I think, in the entire city, because it's uh, it's just got unparalleled uh, views to the, uh, to the branding. The uh, 14-foot ceilings, I think, are super cool. I mean, the building is a new building, you get all the features that you would get with a new building, with a historic you know, brick and, and complementing to the existing building. But the 14-foot ceilings are very unique that bring a ton of sunshine into the core of the space. Uh, the sage glass is the first in Dallas where you don't have to put any blinds on any of your windows, so it automatically will tint via your iPhone or iPad, or you can automatically set it. So Again, that will allow a lot of light to come into the space. So that, you know, that building, you know, is just a totally separate product from our existing product. We do have four historic buildings. This is the John Deere uh, former uh, uh, office warehouse next door to us, and that creates, you know, a lot of, you know, lumber, or wood, uh, col- you know, wood columns, wood uh, uh, all throughout the building. That is super cool with the with the an atrium, and you know. Truthfully, we're building a building in Denver right now with cross-pressed timber with brick to look like that building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our yeah. brand new building in Denver that's about to be 100% leased is built to look like what we have here today that's already in place, that's super creative. So we're gonna take, that building in Denver's been so successful, we're gonna build that across the country. We think that look is what a lot of people are looking for. And it, it is a lot of innovative companies and uh, in technology and others that are coming to that building Uh, They're also looking at the luminary, and I think we're going to see a lot more looking here in the West End. already have a lot, obviously, that have moved in. And, you know, truthfully, there's a big users that are about technology companies that are moving right along the edges of where we are that I think are going to figure out real quick what product they have over here that could be very cool. And
1: affordability. Right. Affordability. Affordability. I mean, comparatively, even looking, you know, whether you're looking at those markets that you just described or even locally. You know, it is such a deal being in the Dallas West End. You look at North Dallas, you look at Uptown. I know mm-hmm. y'all have y'all have some product of Uptown, mm-hmm. but I mean, comparatively, what you can buy and what you can lease for in this area is a steal. Mm-hmm. You can come in here for... You today. Know, yeah, today, for <laughs> mid-20s <mid-twenties laughs> versus what, 40, 40 plus? Bucks. You know, you are in the middle of the action The level of affordability and the romance right now, people want to be downtown. I mean, when you open the paper, it's talking about downtown. Just this morning, it was announced that what Republic is relocating also to the Dallas West End, they just announced they're Mm -hmm. taking close to 13,000 square feet because the young people involved with that company want to be downtown. So from the affordability standpoint, I mean, I don't know where else you can find this type of product for that price. Mm-hmm.
0: Just to kind of wind it down here, John, what what would you like for people to know about the West End? Because, Tanya, you talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, people, a lot of people just don't know what's that, going on here.
2: Well, they're about to figure it out because you know what I would tell them: come experience it. Yeah, come down, walk the streets, check it out, and go to. Go to Ellen's. Go to 311. Go to Family Ties. Go to one of the new restaurants. There's some great restaurants down here. I mean, people, foodies in Dallas would be very impressed if they would come down here and eat. And I think they're 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 coming. These restaurants are doing great. So come experience it because it's it's changed from what you perceived. It's not that today. It's not uh, quite at
0: Hollywood. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not that
2: at all. So it's not the tourist you know haven. It's not the. You know, Factory 603 was, was, was a movie theater and a tourist area. It was, that's what it was when I grew up. That's how I remember it. It's not that at all. So come experience it. Come, you know, 250,000 people are about to come check out the Holocaust Museum. So there's going to be a lot of exposure through that. Uh, it's a beautiful, great facility. I'm super excited and Barry Pat did a, a phenomenal job getting that going. So uh, there's, you know, there's more people that have announced or are moving into new buildings. So they're going to figure it out. So what I. I'm excited about the momentum that is here, but the people that don't know it just need to come down and walk the street and check it out because they're going to they're, they're going to check it out. And why it's why that's important is it's cool for Dallas. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is cool for Dallas. What about you?
1: You know, just to sort of follow up from John's comments, also from a you know from a leasing perspective, right? I think that uh, you know I think that the. You know the amount of interest in Dallas West End is definitely increasing. But even from the broker standpoint, or people looking for places to relocate their business, or uh, looking at a potential place for their office, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm a believer. I'm constantly encouraging people to come over to live or to frequent the restaurants. But you know, even going beyond that, considering Dallas West End as a place to relocate your business consider dallas west end as a place to move your office you know we've got we're sitting here on elm street and we've got what a thousand employees that are getting ready to move back in across the street Mm -hmm. on record you know we've got the office users that i've already mentioned we've got corgan you know dallas west end is incredibly office friendly it's easy to get around and there's the space available that's affordable to consider for your new home. And you know, the movement I think is very is becoming much more urban oriented. So if you're looking to get into downtown, if you're looking to hire young people and you're looking to make a move, I would highly encourage you to come to the West End and consider this for your new business's home.
0: Thank you guys so much for the time. Thank you. Thank you. Deciding.